Hey, hey. <laughs> okay, welcome to episode two of Brown Skin Girls. Working, Working title. title. <laughs> <laughs> if it changes, mind your business. Literally. Okay, so okay. we're back with Janine Lau and Laura and her. Um, so this is episode two. Episode two, and uh, what should we label it? I'm, I'm. Fat phobia. Yeah, fat phobia. And like... Being fat. Let's talk about being fat in today's society. And not just in like society, but just like in everyday life. Yeah. Like, let's talk about fat phobia, body dysmorphia, trigger warning, some like we could talk about eating disorders. We ramble and we go off, so... Yeah, but we will say, obviously, like trigger warning before we talk about something. So, I'm going to ask you first... What is, like, one of the most defining moments of, like, fat phobia that you've experienced? Um, good question. Mm, thanks. So, <laughs> I think, um, I mean, from a young age, I've always been, you know, fat. Yeah. I guess. My whole life. Um, We're fat baddies. Literally. We've been fat baddies. And I think the culture around being fat is different, mm-hmm. and especially being Maori Pacifica and... The difference between that um, and white, kind of the white view on being fat is Mm -hmm. different. Um, If you didn't listen to the last episode, we talked about our identities as Polynesian peoples. Yes. Um, But yeah, no. So from a young age, I think I really struggled, actually, when I was younger, really struggled with being fat. Um, obviously... And we both grew up in a predominantly... Yeah. White area. White area. Um, I think... I think, well, when I was young, and when you were young, the word fat meant ugly. Oh. Fat was a... The worst thing you could ever say to someone was that they were fat. Literally. And people would want to be anything but fat. Anything. Um, I think... Now the view on the word fat has changed. It oh, and thank goodness it has. Yeah, because the amount like let's talk about not trigger sh- warning here for trigger. Oh yeah, sorry, trigger anorexia. warning. We are talking about anorexia, and like you can't talk about fat phobia without talking about anorexia. Like, I have seen so many people like starve themselves. Okay, one of the mo- this is really interesting. This is how I first became aware that I, not that I was fat, but. That being fat mattered. Mm. Um, I was year five. We went on camp. Mm. And we were going down this mudslide. And one of the, the girls that used to bully me the most. Uh, you might not be a bully now. But let me tell you something. <laughs> sis, when we were in year five, you were. Um, okay, we'll call her Jules. No, Jules. Jules? Okay, so Euphoria. she used to bully me a lot for being overweight. And I didn't think it was like a, a thing. But I first became like I first became like conscious that it was a big deal when in year five we were all going down the mudslide and I was like, Oh, I'm so excited. And so many girls that we were year five, how old is that? Like nine? Mm, yeah, like nine or ten. Nine. So many girls let me in front of let me go in front of them because they were afraid to, they were afraid to make a big splash because that would mean they were fat. And I was like, How are we nine? And like Obviously not then, but now I'm thinking about it. How was it that we were nine and thinking about that? Like, we had anxiety about our bodies when we were nine. 
Like, it was so, so young, so yeah. ingrained. And I think that's why I'm not that mad at her about it anymore because it's like it was pushed onto her and she's pushing it onto me. Yeah. But we were nine and four girls let me in front of them because they were afraid to make a big splash in front of the boys. Because if they made a big splash, it meant they were fat. And I was so... Like, I think about that now and I'm just like, wow. Yeah, what the fuck? Fat phobia has been, like, around, like... L- forever, right? Forever. And for a kid, mm. that can be really hard. And I think for... I mean, for if there's anyone listening to this... Yeah. <laughs> I think um, the things that you experience when you're a child stay with you, yeah. right? I mean, if you're fat um, and you have been fat as a child, yeah. you most likely have experienced some sort of... Oh, there's just no way of surviving in society without experiencing some sort of fat phobic comment. So... This is something else about fat phobia. Like, so I learned that when I was nine, that it was a big deal to be fat. And I kind of knew I was fat, mainly because I was bullied. Mm. <laughs> she, one, one of the, I have three key moments for fat phobia when I was in primary school, mm-hmm. which is still way too much for a kid. Yeah. One, I asked to play with a group of people. They told me I had to wait under 30 kgs to play with them. What? Two, we had to weigh ourselves for math class. Oh my gosh, Yeah, literally same. We had to weigh ourselves for math class. And when I didn't want to weigh myself, the primary bully literally screamed, you need to weigh yourself. Why are you so afraid of weighing yourself? I looked at the teacher. She looked at me and said, well, weigh yourself. And no one was weighing themselves except for me. So I weighed myself in front of everyone. And I weighed, like, 50 kgs. And I was like, okay. I weighed 50 kgs in year six. And I was like, okay. And they were like, oh, my gosh. And the teacher did not say anything. She said nothing. The third third time, like, that I remember is we were doing um, a dance, like, a jump jam dance. Um, We were doing a dance, and I outgrew my shirt. And she yelled out, that I needed a bigger shirt. Looked at the teacher again and she said, Well, you do. I said, Okay. That wow. teacher is evil. So, fat phobia is like, you can't deny, it. like, no one can say it doesn't exist. I have three key memories from mm. primary school of being bullied for being fat. That's not nothing new, though. Is that something new? No. no. Every kid gets bullied for something. But, I mean, let's talk about that. Like, those mm. incidents, it's, I mean, especially the one where they wanted you to weigh yourself in front of the class yeah. it's almost like they were treating it like some sort of spectacle like yeah. they've never seen a fat person before no seriously and i really don't understand what people's fascination is with fat, fat people. people and can i talk about the culture shock i had yeah. because when i was a kid I, I i lived in south auckland for a lot of my mm. life and i didn't feel fat yeah because um in tongan culture or just you know polynesian yeah. culture Food is a big yeah, deal. Yeah, and being and the, fat isn't really No one a big really deal. cares yeah, that no you're one fat. Really cares. No one cares that you're fat. Like, yeah. the fatter you are, the happier you are because you get to eat more delicious yeah. food. And I never felt fat. I felt normal. Like, I felt regular. I never even thought about the yeah. fact that I was bigger than and anyone. And also, like, you're encouraged to eat. Right? Yeah, encouraged to eat more. They go, eat more, yeah. eat more. Like, my aunties would give me, like, three plates, and I was like, girl, come on. But. Yeah, so there was a culture shock as well that um the culture shock was that definitely that 
yeah. um, fat shaming is more predominant. Yeah, and I think, like, fat shaming and more so, more uh, with that, is, like, shaming people for eating. Eating? Yeah. Oh, I didn't... I don't know if there's a word for that. I don't know, but all I, I know, know is for a long time, I tried to hide that I was fat. Like, it was a secret. Yeah. Like, how would they... I I'm don't know why, but... Literally, by I would, wearing, like, baggy clothes and, and like, I, never wanting to be the center of attention. Yes! Yeah. I was afraid... Or, like, I was afraid to get into arguments with people, which is hard when you're into activism, because I knew they would call me yeah. fat. Yeah, and they're always gonna... They're gonna retaliate by saying something about your you're, appearance. And, and I was not fully secure with my appearance yet. Yeah. And the worst part is that I couldn't argue for what I wanted. Yeah. And so, like, you're silenced almost because you're fat. Because yeah. they don't appreciate that you are bigger than them and now that we're thinking about like fat phobia then obviously everyone gets bullied as a child nothing special have you experienced fat phobia lately yeah for sure and i think like i mean because it's not dead no of course not and like kind of going back to Mm. what you were saying before like when i was a kid Mm. I experienced a lot of fat phobia as well. I was also bullied um, mm-hmm. when I was young. But also, I surprisingly experienced most of that fat phobia from my parents, from my family. Now let's talk about that. Yeah. Now let's get into that conversation. <laughs> I think whether it was subconscious or with good intent, from a young age, I was always encouraged to eat less and eat to less. weigh less and to... Or no one will want to marry you. Or yeah. no one will want to you're be like, You're like, you're not you. pretty if you're, you're fat. You're not pretty. And... You're not going to survive in society. Yeah. And, you know, growing up, those ideas really stuck with me. Yeah. And I think the first time I ever was really, like, ashamed of the way I looked yeah. was... I think I was year four. And it's inevitable. It is inevitable. When you were fat, it's inevitable to, At some to be point torn in life, down yeah you will yeah. be torn down um and so you know i was really young um and i remember hearing like my parents said to me they were like you're big you yep. know you are too big you need yep. to i think i used to do water polo and i used to swim yeah and i wanted to quit and i remember that was a difficult conversation because my parents didn't want me to quit because I was going to get fat if I didn't have any exercise that I was doing, right? Yeah. And obviously being fat is so bad. It's like the worst thing that could ever happen to you. So that was really tough. They treat it like it's like a disease. It's like a disease. I imagine that's tough. Yeah. No, I I definitely understand because growing up, Tongans are a lot more blatant. Yeah. And I'm not like, this is the thing on why... I'm confused. I I I can't really tell if it's fat phobia or not because they're a lot more jokey about it. Mm. Like when I was younger, they go, "Oh, you're so fat," and then they will laugh or they'll be like, "Don't eat another." Like they'll be like, "Oh, don't eat the entire thing." Yeah. But they're so jokey about it. I can't tell. And when I talk to my dad about it, he goes, "Oh, they're just joking. Like they're just mm. joking. Like they don't mean it." Like. Like, it's not really a bad thing to be fat in Tonga, but, like, if it hurts your feelings, they're just joking. Like, and I I think he expected me to find some sort of comfort in that they were joking, but it, But I didn't. when you're the butt of the joke, it's not funny. It's not. Yeah, I've just been told so blatantly that I was fat. Mm. And, like, I was like, okay, I'm fat. 
I'm gonna have to lose weight or else I'm gonna hear I'm fat, I'm yeah, fat, I'm fat. And the, and I knew I like the reasons why I started becoming uncomfortable with how fat I was because we would go to like family events and like they would never let me play on like the trampoline or stuff because they told me I would break it. Mm. Or like I wasn't allowed on the thing. But I was like, I am not that heavy. I have a trampoline at home. Yeah. Anyway, they treated me differently. And like as much as you like that, like, and like when I talk about how they treated me differently, they would like, they, they would not treat me differently in a way that they made, they, and like they wanted me to feel like that. They just did it because they're like not, they, again, they don't think that people are sensitive to that. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Mm. And I think, like, with most parents who, or older relatives mm-hmm. who say these things for to their kids or to their whatevers, mm. um, I think most of the time they have good intentions, but yeah. it doesn't come off that way. Yeah, they, uh, um, yeah, they definitely don't think that they're being insensitive. I don't know if your primary school had, like, a pool yep. and, like, a changing yep. area. So yep. I used to get really bad anxiety when I was a kid. Yep. Um, yeah. Because you learn so early yeah. on in life that there is a lot to fear. Of course. And that you have a lot that people don't want. Yeah. I think, like, whenever it came to swimming or having to get changed or do any sort of, like... Anything that anything, required me to show my body... Exactly. I was... was Break. so scary it was terrifying and terrifying. i would dread that i was like i don't know how old i was and it's, i was in primary school and the thing is like it's a vulnerable subject it is because like that is a vulnerable subject um trigger warning for eating disorders yeah but those experiences from when i was young really really affected my relationship with food it always does it always does and i think for most people who are fat and have experience similar things can relate it really does affect your relationship with food and the way that you view yourself and you never find really a healthy relationship with food like it takes so much time and effort and and you never rewriting habits rewriting habits like it like when people would bully me for like for like how fat i was Mm -hmm. usually you know you trigger warning you can either starve yourself Mm -hmm. Or you completely just give in and binge. And that was me. I was like a complete binge eater. I would just eat and eat and eat because I'm like, what's the point? What's the point? They're going to make fun of me anyway. There's no point. Then I would try and starve myself. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I can do it. I won't eat for a day. Then it will lead to binging. Then I would throw up because I just ate way mm-hmm. too much. And it was like a constant habit. And then it became like, oh, any, like, and now any times I feel like sad... It's always associated with wanting to eat food now. Yeah, and I like, think, yeah, mm. it it it's a habit that becomes ingrained, right? Yeah. Um, and if you don't mind me asking, yeah. what? How old were you when that started? Year eight. Mm. So it quite was, young. It's early. Yeah. And the thing is, you don't really understand it either, so you don't care that much. Yeah, you don't understand the effects of what you're doing. You yeah. just. You assume, okay, no eating equals skinny, equals good, right? Yeah, and this is how, and then it it goes into body dysmorphia. Yeah. Because, and people don't talk about it often because they don't think that, like, they think body dysmorphia is, like, something that's, like, real extreme, but it isn't. It's not. It's never having the correct perception of your body. And that's true because when I was year eight, I was so convinced that I was the fattest person in the world. And then I, like, come to, like, myself now. I look at my year 8 self, and I was a year 8 body. Yeah. 
Yeah. That is what I was supposed to look like. Yeah. And it's like you never have that correct perception of yourself. And then you keep gaining and gaining and gaining. And then you realize that back then you were perfect. And you didn't need to keep yeah. eating. You didn't need to starve yourself. You literally just could have lived your life the way that you wanted to. Yeah, I agree. And I think that, like, with that as well, it's the way that you see yourself. But it's also just your relationship you have with your body. Yep. And I think for a lot of people, you, at one point, well, what leads you to those kind of eating disorder behavior is just, like, hating the way you look and just having a bad relationship with yourself. And I think I was year nine. I was so over-sexualized. Yeah. And, like, maybe... This still has on the topic of fat phobia, but, you know, body. Mm. I was so over-sexualized. And I thought... That was my value, my worth to society. I completely yeah. believe that the only thing I could offer society is my, like, over-sexualization. Mm-hmm. I was year nine, and I was... I had 20-year-olds in my Instagram. Literally. And I thought I was, like... And I was telling people around me, like, yeah, he's, like, messaging me. And they're, like, yeah, message him back. He's so, like, wow, he's 20. And I was, like, okay. Only realizing <laughs> now that I was Rooming, being groomed. Yeah. I was being groomed. And... I realized, I look back at my old messages, and they were so sexual, and, um... But you're too young. Too I was young. way too young, and, and and then I got to year 10, and I started gaining more weight. Mm. I was gaining weight, and I noticed that I was less desirable to people. Like, I had less people messaging me. Mm. The people that used to message me, like, groom me, like, stopped messaging me, and I had, like, a crisis I cried the entire uh, night. I started doing push-ups, like, squat, YouTubing, everything. Because I was like, yeah. I, that a drop from, like, worth well, to nothing. Let's talk about that, Yes. Right? You, that, so many people receive their validation from, their attention from. Males. Men. Men. Or they, 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 they value, they measure their value. Let's talk about Based this. on how sexualized they are. And that's the trap. It that is. we all fall for. And it is usually from fat phob- phobic things, mm. body dysmorphia. Well, it's when you're young and you're big. Yeah. Obviously, you look more mature or older than your actual age. Definitely. Because your you're boobs bigger come than in, the average. Your boobs yeah. come in, your butt comes like, in. Let's talk about it because let's... that is such an issue that yep. young fat people deal yep. with. Yep. Let... Yes. From a young age, people assume you're so much older. Yep. They treat you like an adult when mm-hmm. and you you're kind of forced to grow up faster than you are. Way faster. And you yeah. you you understand more things about society. Yeah. That, uh, and, like, even though people will be like, wow, that's really mature, that's good it's for like, you. Well, I was a child. I didn't want to understand that society yeah. didn't like me. <laughs> I just wanted to do cartoons and do stuff. Like, oh, sorry, getting back to male validation. Yeah. That, I had a crisis the night I found out I was undesirable because yeah. I gained weight. And it was because I had so much anxiety. And then, of course, like, binge eating. Mm. That night, my heart, I still remember the feeling. My heart dropped when I found out I was no longer desirable and um and I was not sexualized anymore like even like as soon as I found out that I could not get any more validation, I felt like I was starved of oxygen like I was like, okay, I'm worthless, no one wants me, and like I think it was one of the best things that ever happened to me because I stepped back, I stepped back, and then I realized like, wow, this is so unhealthy. Mm-hmm. 
And then I realized that's the trap we all fall for, that they make us fall for, that, that, that our worth is so ingrained in men and in society. And it all started from when I was nine years old and they were too scared to go down a water slide yeah. because that boys would make fun of them for being fat. Like, I, I, remember, I felt like I had a heart attack the night I, I thought that I was like not of worth and that men didn't want me anymore. I, and like now I look back and I'm so grateful that that happened because I was a silent sexual object. Obviously, I never did anything sexual with them. Like, oh, uh, uh. so like part of my religion is we're not supposed to like engage into like anything sexual until you're married, right? Do you want to tell? So for those who don't know, oh yeah, for yeah. those who don't know, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. of Latter Day Saints. So there's something called the law of chastity. So we don't engage in anything like sexual before Mm. marriage yeah which really wasn't a problem for me so when i was getting like sexual male validation obviously i wasn't giving them anything sexual i was just feeding off the fact Mm. that they wanted me and you know people are embarrassed to talk about it but this is true this is real like so many people struggle with it like yeah 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 no no i agree it's not embarrassing because It's because we're raised this way. Yeah, we're ra- The only reason we're not supposed to be fat it was is because previously men did not like fat women. Yeah, and fat like, was seen as undesirable. Yeah, we are taught from when we're younger that we praise men, that we live for men. Mm. So yeah, when I did have that like little like I did I had a whole heart attack. I did like all these things, and I was like, wow, I'm worthless. I hit rock bottom because I was like, I'm fat now. Like, I'm not curvy anymore. I am fat. Yeah. Because I used to have a flat stomach and, like, big butt and, like, you know, big boobs. I was, like, you know, pushing it a little bit, but I was still just curvy. Then I got fat because, you know, I was, had like, really bad. This was during exam um, me as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had, like, a breakdown and I was like, wow, these people don't want me anymore. They don't want me the same way from when I was skinny. And I tried everything I could to lose weight. And then I realized, and then I realized in year 11 that I was actually starting to form my own opinions. Like, I was like, wow. I'm not an object. (laughs) Hold on. I can have opinions. Yeah. Like, I can have opinions. And it's like crazy to me that it was like the best thing that ever happened to me was like realizing the really, 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 really dangerous habits of male validation yeah and i mean it is a habit it's a trap you fall into because once you get a taste of that it is, is it even validation, like a trap you fall into it's more like a trap you're lured into. yeah no yeah and like no i totally get that i think um similar to you i think i was also kind of sexualized from a young age yeah um we're all sexualized from yeah young age. and i remember when you're young and you're a child, you don't really know about sex. And no, I, think I knew nothing about no, sex. No, me neither. And I think it's normal, though, for kids to be curious, but... Curious? To a degree. To a degree, no. Like, you're curious to an extent. Like Yeah. Yeah, no, going back to, like, um, being fat as well, as people assume you're so much older, yep. and so you do get hit on by creepy older Old guys. Man. I have always felt uncomfortable around older men. Oh, always. me too. And, and I mean from when I was... We're conditioned to be like that. And as, I can remember... Yeah, 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 no, you're right. Ever since I was a young kid, I've yeah. always, always been on the go for, like, older men. I am immediately afraid. And it's because, like, they teach you that it's your job to, like, 
not provoke them, not to give them yeah. signs, not to do this and that. Especially in Polynesian culture, them. they never talk about it. And, like, we can't t- have conversations about our body without having the conversation that it is always a target. Yeah. Always. We are always For a sure. target. Just not, not just to, like, mockery and offence, but to sexual assault. Yeah. And if you, I mean, I think it's pretty standard that if you present as feminine yeah then it's likely you are going to be facing some sort of harassment by men because i mean men will a lot of older men and just men in general they see the feminine as an object of their desire right thank you and that actually reminds me of why i always dressed really masculine when i was a child I was I dressed so masculine because I was so afraid of being a woman. And, like, I didn't understand at the time. I knew I did understand that I was afraid. Mm. And so, like, I would... Like, even if you go back to my old primary school, you know, mathletics? Yes. My profile picture was a boy. Mm. I I did a boy profile picture, and I, I... I always describe myself as a boy because I was so afraid of being a woman. And, like, harassment. Even though I did, like, deep down wanted to embrace, like, my feminine, like, Mm. thing. Like, now I do. I embrace my feminine energy and stuff. I mean, your fear was completely justified because you were taught from so young Mm. to be afraid of it. Yeah. And when... I mean, that whole attitude of, like, don't do this when he's coming over, it's as if he is the one who can't control it. And that, that is the biggest issue with rape culture, isn't yes. it? Is that men can't control themselves. The victims it. of rape are the ones yeah. who need to be super cautious and yep. avoidant. But it's yep. like, how the fuck? Am I supposed like, to avoid unconsensual sex? Literally. The, it's never, ever, 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 ever the, the victim's fault. Ever. And you will never convince me that it is. No. And I've heard people try and convince me that it is. And I'm like, no, you will never convince... It doesn't matter what they were wearing. No, yeah. And that's... And I still have arguments with my family I, to this no, day li- about that. Yeah, but I remember this um, article that I read in Trigger Warning. If this woman had been raped and she tried to convict her rapist, but... Oh, yeah. Because she was well. wearing red underwear... Oh, The time she goodness. was raped, her case got thrown out. And he was like... They didn't do anything. There was no punishment because she was wearing red underwear. Oh, so she was asking for it because yeah. her underwear was red. Literally. And they're like, why was she wearing such flashy underwear if they didn't want people to see it? Oh, rape culture. Like, we think that we've come so far. Have we? Well, no, no. because men still benefit from it. Like, it's still uh, so many times that nothing has changed. Yes. Oh, sorry. Going back to fat phobia. Mm. I have actually experienced fat phobia recently, and I'll talk about it. Because I'm like, well, you never really hear people talk about fat phobia, like, so recently, because of the plus size movement, and I've loved it, like, you know. Cause it's like, that toxic, but, mm. um... And I don't... Have you seen, you know, in Euphoria? Yeah. Um, I, you know, for people listening, if you've seen Euphoria, um, the episode where Cat. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Where Cat is like, um, she those like girls like in her room and they're all like screaming like "Love yourself, love yourself." Yes, Have you seen that. Yes, that, when she was feeling down. Yeah, like that is such a perfect visual representation. And of they're what all it's so like. skinny. Yeah. So recently, I've lost one of my friends. Mm-hmm. Like just yesterday, I think. Oh shit! Yeah, I lost one of my friends, and I cut them off because you will not guess why. 
fat phobic. Mm. And I was like, in this day, and how long our friendship's been, you want to cut it all off because I'm fat? And this is the interesting thing. Um, We have been friends for a long time. We had, like, a good friendship. Like, we grew together. Like, I supported him. He supported me. I... I, fa- I, th- I thought we were really close friends and I was really happy with the way that our friendship was going. I did notice some red flags, you know, with like judgment and blah, blah, blah. But I'm not someone to judge. Like, we all judge people. But I've heard him talk about being embarrassed of being with like weird people before. And then what? I go onto TikTok and see that he's reposted this really fat phobic video. That's why I really want to talk about fat phobia because I cannot believe that he was so fat phobic that ended our entire friendship. But what is the thing with people being so obsessed with like the skin deep? What, what is, so, is it? What you know? I I don't even care about looks. And you know, no. people people will be like, yeah, sure, you say that now, but you need to be attracted to. I put my heart down, and I will say it with my chest. I do not care what anyone looks like. No. I will date anyone that makes me feel good about myself, is a kind and caring person, mm. has their own opinions. Well, because your personality is what freaking What matters. matters. Like, I would never care about what you look like. And, yeah, I found out that he was really that's horrible. And, 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 he, and I was like, wow, he is really embarrassed of me because I'm fat. And I was just like, wow, I didn't realize how present being fat was in my life i'm yeah. so used to it and i'm so used to using yeah. it as something powerful and you don't realize that other people find it like an issue an, an issue why yeah. was it an issue i took him out all the time we went out but there's all the, the thing th- it's not a fucking issue it it's doesn't not need to be but it's people's attitude towards they, it that turn it into it an, an issue. issue you're right they make it an issue and i was like yeah so i've lost i have lost like mm. one of my friends to end previously you know who i'm talking about i've lost one of my other good Mm. friends um i did have like fat phobic like issues with that as well because um we used to have arguments about like our bodies and stuff and stuff and like it's i realized is that the friends who never talk about you being fat are the friends who are judging you for being fat. yeah and they feel uncomfortable it's like the people who feel visibly uncomfortable whenever you say like oh i'm fat or yeah yeah it's like they don't and they never bring it up or like they never yeah. want to talk about it and like or when i say like i'm fat they go like they go they go no no, no you're, you're beautiful did i say i was ugly <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh literally you're done like i'm fat not ugly yeah i i didn't say anything about your crusty ass skin literally but i still think you're beautiful okay <laughs> but like literally yeah so i literally lost a friend the other day yeah. cut him off unfollowed and deleted his number because i was like i'm not no not doing this in 2022 that yeah and like that's actually a very good like sentiment for whoever's listening and yeah is struggling with finding people who accept for them for the yeah. way they look like you will find you people. will find people and if if there's people in your life who treat you like shit leave because them. of the way you look leave them leave them because you deserve better and yeah. you're a person you're a human. Like, you don't cut people off because they're too tall. You don't yeah. cut people off because they're too short. Like, Why would you cut someone off for being deep. fat? Yeah. At like, the end of the day, I live by this philosophy that at the end of the day, when you're when you're in your casket or yeah. wherever, you know, when yeah. you're dead. Yeah, when you're gone. When your physical self is dead or when you're on your deathbed, yeah. you're all you have. 
Literally. At the end of the day, like when you go to bed yeah. and when you're lying there, you're all you have. Yeah, at the end of the day, when your friends leave, mm. you drop them off and like your dad's gone, like your yeah. dad's sleeping, your mom's sleeping. When you go to your room, you're alone with your thoughts. You're the only person there mm-hmm. for yourself. Like truly. Exactly. You're the only person that really understands yourself. And you know what? The world will always fight you. So do not fight yourself. Exactly. You need to be there for yourself. And realize like as much as people want to dehumanize fat people you are a human and you deserve the yeah, same you thing deserve as everyone love. else you deserve the same thing yeah as everybody else. and the sooner you accept that the better it gets because i was so afraid to cut off because honestly I, mean, I knew deep down that a lot of like him specifically i knew he was fat phobic a bit yeah because of the way that he cut off so many of my other friends for being like weird or not dressing good enough for him I knew deep down that he was fat phobic, but I was afraid that, like, it was my own fault. But, like, when you start to, like, really dive into yourself and realize that, like, being fat is the same thing as describing as being tall or yeah. being short, you're the same. Being fat, fat is an adjective, it's a yeah. descriptor. It's nothing that you should be ashamed of. And if there's anyone listening, know that everyone's going through the same thing as you are. We're wrapping it up. If there is anyone listening, if, because yeah, there literally. may not be anyone listening to right now. The hardest thing, I think, for me was actually admitting that I was fat. That is. It's it's looking at yourself and going, I'm fat, and that's okay. And that is so like, okay. Instead of hating yourself for being something and trying to hide from yourself. Yeah. Hiding it from yourself. Like, like, it's so bad, yeah. and it really ruins you, like your mental health and your confidence. Yeah. And yeah. If I could say anything, like, no matter what you look like, there's always going to be people who love you. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Even if you they aren't around you right now. Yeah. There will be people. they that aren't will. there in a year, yeah. there's always going to be people. And let that first person be you. Because... Literally. You need no to No one yourself, will love girl. yourself better than you. And obviously, it's easier said than done. And, but like, no time. one's rushing you. You could live up to your 90. So, you have a lot of time to figure it out. But... In case you don't, there are a lot of us going through the same thing. And it's really fluctuating. Yeah. Like, also, you don't just have to love yourself all yeah, the time. Of course just not. Just come to, like, accept yourself and realize... Be comfortable in your yeah, own skin. Realize that there are 7 billion people on this earth mm. right now. You're so insignificant in a way that it would... It yeah. kind of boosts you in a way. Like, yeah. there's 7 billion people. Yeah. You are, like, one of 7 billion people... <laughs> Who cares? Literally. Like, what are they going to do? You're going to die. Like, do a favor. Go walk through a cemetery and look at how many people are dead. And then realize <laughs> that they probably were so afraid that they were fat too. But does it matter now? No, because they're dead. Literally. Like, like, you could die tomorrow. And also, don't obsess over what you see in the mirror because your perception of yourself... No, yeah. Your perception of yourself is always going to be different than from how others see you. Yeah. And I think that's a good... Thing to keep in mind yeah. is that others are always going to see you differently to how you see yourself. Yeah, definitely. Mm. The worst thing you could do for yourself is not take a chance on yeah, yourself. Exactly. Like, take the chance to just, even if you have like, like no reason to be so unbelievably confident, mm. just do it. No, and yeah, like, and if people find a reason like, for you not to be confident, oh well. Yeah, you're the hottest it. person in your world, you know. Yeah, and we need to wrap this up. But yeah. thank you for listening to episode two. We went on a big run. I don't know what to name it now. Fat phobia, body dysmorphia, rape culture. We are yeah, going on a lot. Everything, but this is hope, what you can expect yeah, from our podcast. But we hope that you know we helped anyone and, and, at all in any kind of way. Yeah, and just know that you are a baddie. You're a baddie. Okay. 
Eating it doesn't matter up. what people say. doesn't You're matter what people bad. say because we told you you are. And we're, our opinions are the only ones that matter, at least in our head. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.